Hello, and welcome to View from Above. Great to be with you today on this beautiful spring morning. The sun is shining, and it's so great to have a reminder that God is with us in every season of our life as well. The seasons do change, but we know we serve a God that doesn't change. Something that's been out of my heart lately is from 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse number 29. David, as he was facing Goliath, he says these words, What have I now done? Is there not a cause? Two questions. When we think about David and his profile, a young man that was chosen very young to be the king of Israel. And we know that David was a man that was faced with certain struggles in his life later in life. But here he is, just a lad. He stands before a giant whose name is Goliath. And Goliath had mocked the army and the God of the army of Israel. Now, it seems like there might be those around David in this particular setting that don't care very much for the fact that Goliath is intimidating and trying to manipulate the armies of God. And even though they didn't like it, it seems that no one was willing to stand up and face this giant bully that was verbally abusing and mocking the God of Israel. Well, that is except for a young shepherd boy. And he's the character of our study today. It's David. And he answered with a call of his own that stated the words in our scripture this morning. He asked, is there not a cause? David against a giant. The mismatch is so striking that it's even made its way into the language of secular literature. We have our David and Goliath times that even our world recognizes as a fantastic story. But so many times what's left out of the story is the thing that gave David the strength that gave him the endurance, the courage to stand against such a mighty force that was threatening his people and his God. You might ask, what was it that inspired such courage in David? What caused him to push forward and march right into the enemy's face would everyone else seem to be in the background. It was a realization. It was a conclusion that he'd made in his spirit. And that conclusion was that there was a cause that was greater than Israel. There was a cause that was greater than the giant Goliath. 
And this cause that he stood for was even greater than his own life. So much so that he was willing to risk it. David's concern was simply for the glory of God. Let me ask you today, are you willing to stand like this young shepherd boy? Are you willing to stand and face terrifying assaults and paralyzing peer pressure? As perhaps the solitary and lonely figure on this scene who is concerned for the glory of God? Oh, my prayer today, sincerely, is that God would raise up more Davids that are daring and courageous and brave in our school classrooms, in the offices across our land, in the barracks of our military uh, soldiers and, and those that serve our country to defend our freedoms. May God raise up more daring Davids in the prison cells, in our neighborhoods, in the homes, in the residences across this land, and especially, oh God, may you raise up courageous Davids in our churches especially those of us that stand behind the sacred desk, the pulpit, and declare the truth of your word. May we not back down to opposition. May we not cower to the, the popular crowds that say, water it down and change it to make the gospel something more comfortable for me so I can keep my lifestyle and compromise the Word of God. Oh no, we need men and women and leaders, Sunday school teachers, small group leaders, that will not be afraid nor ashamed to stand in the face of adversity, to face the giants, the Goliaths, as it were, in our lives, and say it's not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. May we say like David declared, you've come to me with a sword and a spear, but I have come to you in the name of the Lord God of Israel. In every generation, there seems to have always been a shortage of men or women who've been committed above all else to magnifying and glorifying God. Will you stand up and be like David? Or will you just blend into the crowd of mediocrity? Will you declare even now as you listen to this podcast that I will serve the Lord with all my heart, my soul, my mind, my strength, and I will be a soldier in the army of God, and I will defend the truths that have made the church triumphant what it is today. Friends, we see a lot of compromise in our world and in many churches.
in leadership. But oh, my prayer this morning is that God would raise up a mighty army of Davids that would look at the opposition before them and stand courageously declaring that the cause, even if it costs my life, is to glorify the name of my God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today for your steadfast love, your power that is greater than any power that the earth or the world will ever know. We thank you that you are greater than oppositions. You are greater than adversaries. You are greater than the threats from the kingdom of darkness. For 1 John 4, 4 declares, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome him. For greater is he that is in us and in you than he that is in the world. No weapon formed against us can prosper. And as we face the remainder of this year, this spring, the summer, the fall, and then again the winter, let us do it with confidence that the cause is greater than ourselves. The cause is greater than the church. The cause is greater than Israel. The cause that we have and that we hold in our hearts is to give glory to you in all things of our lives. We bless the name of Jesus and bring you praise today. Before I leave, I don't want to neglect a very important part of our podcast. And that is to give those that are listening an opportunity to commit their lives to Jesus Christ. I'm talking to some of you today that have just tuned in and listened to this story of courage and facing opposition. And you might be facing many oppositions in your life. There may be giants in your pathway that yell out threats to you and threaten the church and threaten uh, that, that the God that you serve is weak and powerless. But today I want you to know he longs to come into your heart and redeem you. You know, Jesus is our kinsman redeemer. He comes to fight for us. He will allow us to see victory in every area of our lives if we'll simply trust him. Would you pray with me if you have a heart that is reaching out for God right now, that you want to receive his gift of eternal life? Come on, speak these words and phrases just simply with me. One phrase at a time, dear Jesus, I come to you as sinner. I know I can't save myself. I believe that you died upon the cross for me and that the blood that you shed will cover my sin. And I plead the blood right now upon my life. I ask you to forgive me of all iniquity, all transgression, all disobedience. And I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And I receive you, Lord Jesus, into my life. And I give you all that I am. I pray that you would be with me the days of my life from this day forward. Protect me and my family. Give me wisdom as I walk in you. And may I learn to grow in grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
To him be glory both now and forever. Hallelujah. If you did that, you're welcome to write comments to me and let me know. And I'll be praying for you if you let me know that you gave your life to Jesus. I'm Pastor Greg, and I just want to thank you for joining us today for View from Above. Stay tuned for more podcasts as the weeks and months go by that will strengthen your spirit. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. And win those battles by the mighty power of God's Spirit. Amen.